0: Hello, I'm Matt. Hello, I'm Joel. And welcome to... Magic Madge Men. Music reviews podcast. Two chums on a journey of musical discovery.
1: Sharing their favourite albums with one another. And listening to classic albums. For the first time together. Aha! Yes, we did the... Thing. We decided not to do it in unison because he doesn't work over Zoom. So I hope you appreciate that. And also, apologies, everyone, if you're expecting a Christmas special before Christmas. We did promise it, but... I had COVID. He had COVID. Matty had COVID. So that's a good excuse. So you can't complain. Also, this is free. So who cares what, what you think? We love you. Thank you for listening. Um, so how was... What was it like having COVID? Or is that boring? <laughs> it was like
0: feeling fatigued. And that's it. I was super fatigued.
1: Fatigued. Yeah, so he had the very topical fucking disease. Yeah. Um, anything good been happening? <laughs> no. In your life? No. Did you have a nice Christmas? Did you get any socks? Beautiful Christmas. What socks did you get? I, I didn't. I didn't get any socks. Our pants. I got, I got Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang socks. Ah, from the oh podcast relevant. Wu-Tang, but they're Bart Simpson. Hmm. So, hey, that's the best thing that happened recently. No. Yeah. <laughs> um cool so
0: i feel like there's been such a a gap we should have more to to catch up on but nothing well should we just jump in
1: the christmas cards did well i saw lots of uh, it's christmas though i saw lots of christmas cards the wrestling theme christmas cards you did sell a lot of good Good. yeah nothing's happened anyway Okay. Good for you. Is this season <laughs> 2 or are we just t- episode 23? This season 3. Season 2 was when we had the other big gap, I guess. Yeah. Every time we have a, like, a gap that's gap. more than a month for some other COVID shit gap. reason. Basically COVID, isn't it? So, theoretically, if we just keep going till... When's this shit meant to end now? Never, probably, but there's a vaccine.
0: Well, they think it'll be a seasonal thing. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah but, but it'll so just be like, like, oh, it's spring. COVID season, it's flu season, it's cold season. All
1: right. Cool. We just got another but then, one. But then, then is it spring? Because you theoretically, if we can meet up every time, that always seems to go well because we neither of us are having shit lives as much.
0: <laughs> well, remember when we could have it outside and it was sunny? That was that, that was, was that was some of the best episodes. It? Whereas uh, it's hard. Yes when we're at two different locations and you're just a tiny screen on a computer. And just like... Well, t- you know
1: people. what the solution to that is? Get a bigger computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's jump into it. Which one are we doing first?
0: All right, so we had to set each other ones. that. So I set you... Um... The people don't know. What is it? White blood cells? Fucking <laughs> can't remember now. White blood cells by the white stripes. You've set me...
1: Oh, uh, uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. What is going on? (laughs) Which one are we doing first?
0: And the joint one was uh, Community Music by Asian Dub Foundation. Um, Yeah. Why don't you go first?
1: Oh, okay. So, what does going first mean? I had you
0: review White Blood Cells (laughs) by The White Stripes. You did? White Blood Cells is the third studio album by American rock duo, The White Stripes, released on (laughs) July 3, 2001, recorded in less than one week at Easley McCain, recording in Memphis, Tennessee, and produced by frontman and guitarist Jack White. So, Joe, what did you know of the artist beforehand, and what were your expectations going in?
1: Well, I know exactly where and when I first heard The White Stripes. Um, okay, no, maybe not the exact date, but it was a Sunday and it was 2003, and I was working at Morrison's supermarket in Skipton. So on Sundays, it well, it still does, doesn't it? It shuts at four, and whether it it was shut, the music that's piped in, you know, the Morrison Morrison's radio, yeah, it's yeah, changed. Yeah. They change it to radio. Well, they did it in Skipton in 2003. They changed it to Radio One. So we can all have a bit of a fucking laugh whilst we're working with no customers. That was what we did. Um, so at the time, um, sort of late late on after the Top 40, there was the Radio 1 Rock Show, and they played Seven Nation Army. Um, and I was in the middle of cleaning up a jar of pickled onions that I'd knocked over in the warehouse. And I stopped momentarily um, uh, to think to myself, wow, this song is brilliant. Um and I carefully paid attention, you know, to the end of the song. What's the artist's name? And then the following week, I made the bold move uh, of ordering the album on vinyl from on Amazon, which back then were a company that I didn't know were exceptional bastards. Um, so, yes, to this day, I still have Elephant on Vinyl. So you could just you could say that I just addressed the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> because I have Elephant here. Uh, well, I haven't... Actually, to be fair, that joke wouldn't have worked if... <laughs> so I don't actually have the thing. I've already found, like, a sleeve of the thing. I don't oh. actually have the record in it. But That's it's got one of the full of thing. But the joke wouldn't have worked if I said, I said that. So I, I thought I had the Elephant in the room. But I've got a bit of the Elephant. Anyway, that was fun. So what you wasn't? knew
0: was that you heard him in Mario and you bought a record. And what are your expectations...
1: Um uh, well that's not all that's not all on you um other things I know about them uh whether they're pale, very pale, very pale people um Jack White's solo stuff is incredible. That's not the band though is it but um I've only heard a little bit of that um the other thing I know about them is Jack Black is a massive fan of Jack White. Because I watch a bit of Jack Black's YouTube channel, uh, which is funny because he's called Jack Black and it's Jack White and Black Black. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just expected to to like it. That's my that was my expectation. In the, in much in the same way that I liked Elephant, um, which I don't, which I've lost.
0: That's a shame. <laughs> oh <my
1: God.
0: sighs> you Excuse can't me. yawn on
1: a podcast.
0: They can't uh, see him yawning. Um sorry, I wasn't yawning because of you. I've just I've just had a big bowl of chili.
1: Ah. You well, watched me. That's all right then. So and you um had technical problems before we start.
0: Do you uh
1: <clears throat> so did you like the album? Uh yeah. Yeah I did. Um I'm gonna start by addressing the metaphorical elephant in the room. Um so it's not a real elephant. It's not a real room this time. It's a metaphor. Um, Meg White is a shit drummer, ooh. I think. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What do you, do you think? No, we find out. Should we find out later. We find out later. Eventually. <laughs> um mentioned. But everyone knows that, right? Everyone knows that. That's a thing. It's one of the few. <laughs> one of the few French and Saunders sketches that I actually found funny was Don French being Meg White and drumming really lazily and just thought, can't be asked? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I can Remember see Don
0: doing that justice. No, I
1: haven't. You can see it in your mind. Uh, yeah. um, but, on, but, but, so I've said that first for a reason and that is this, but. On this album, her shit drumming works better than it does on Elephant, which is the only other point of reference I have for the White Stripes. On Elephant, I think there's a lot of loop pedal business going on, so it doesn't sound like there's just two of them. On White Blood Cells, the album we're reviewing now, um, uh, it does it does sound like there's two of them, because they're not doing any sort of effects that make it sound bigger. Um, so the shit drumming kind of works, because it sort of fits in with that raw sort of a lo-fi rock sound of the album. An almost
0: um, basic sound, you might say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, but... Even so, even so, my brain is still like yearning for like fills that aren't there. Like, oh, there should have been a fill. I wish there was a fill there. Yeah. There's just no fills whatsoever. Uh, Also, I wish there was more oomph in some bits. Um, But it cannot be overstated that Jack is doing all the heavy lifting here. Uh, Everything he does is brilliant. He's got the skills. He's got the feels. He's got that proper blues rock vibe down to a T. You know. Okay, a genius genius well you can't be that much of a genius He picked a better drummer I guess well I mean <laughs> she's his ex-wife he's just like yeah sure, yeah ah oh, you see bloody she was like Yoko before the... <laughs> before they started like reverse Yoko I don't know um, Jack Black seems to think he's a genius and I like a bit of Jack on Jack crime um also, I was already familiar with the songs Fell in Love with a Girl, which that I think that was a Fab Cafe favourite.
0: Yeah, it's when it was made out all made out of Lego in the video. Hey?
1: You mean not in the video? It?
0: It's Lego. The
1: one... Oh right, sorry, I thought you must <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were saying that was a different song name. Um right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I didn't like real I that's the song I didn't realise was a white stripe song. I thought it was but I thought that was by the guy who did United States of Whatever. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, I thought it was because he I was like. To look that it sounds kind of similar. Whatever. Um, but a similar thing. I don't. Who? Oh, fucking knows who that guy is. That was a fun memory. <laughs> um, and we're going. The song we're going to be friends. I feel like I know that from an advert or some shit. Didn't like that song. Too wet. But that's the only song on the whole album that I didn't like um so overall yeah i overall did like it Really good real bluesy vibes slow fi vibes liked all that yeah man fantastic nice one nice one
0: what were your favorite songs slash parts <clears throat>
1: uh favorite song was offending every way i like the twangy riff uh it's still in my head actually no it's gone it's gone I feel like it's in my head a lot, but now it's gone. <laughs> yeah, the twangy riff—it's distinguishedly powerful and has relatable lyrics, which I can't—I haven't written down, so I can't remember what they are. But yeah, that's my favourite song.
0: Nice. Do you have a favourite <laughs> lyric?
1: Yeah. Yes, it's from. My favourite lyric is from, and the lyrics throughout are pretty good. Actually, I think he's a good lyricist, a brilliant guitarist, virtuoso. Oh, mate, what are you doing? Uh, get, get a, well, actually, I think he did eventually get a better drummer, because he's just got a whole band, I think. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, album. this album's chopped through great lyrics, but it's the, it's the entirety of the song in this little room. Uh, well, you're in your little room, and you're working on something good, but if it's really good, you're going to need a bigger room. And when you're in your bigger room, you might know what to do. You might have to think of how you got started sitting in your little room. Um, just brilliant. Very relatable. We've all been in various sized rooms, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. We have, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my favourite lyric. Sweet. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, what's his score
0: out of five and any closing comments, statements, whatever?
1: <laughs> Three out of five is is my score. Um, no closing statements. I referred myself to the right honourable gentleman, Matt of Matt Jermaine Music Reviews. Why did you pick this album for me to review? As a shock to the audience who were expecting Christmas. Well,
0: the album before Elephant... Picked as it's not as popular, <laughs> and I knew that you'd already heard Elephant. Oh, yeah. uh, they are an artist that I, I've grown to. That's grown on me as I've gotten older. I liked them when I first heard them. In fact, I heard Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground before I heard any of any other songs, and I really liked that. And that's when that was just on like music channels, and that was before they got big. And I remember really enjoying that because it was quite a different sound. I uh, I saw them kind of when I was yeah. 16. Well, These so places. it was before... Like, we were 16, so we were still like little bloody punk metalheads. And little so shit. I was on a Ferris wheel and they were playing. And I was like, whoa, that's the White Stripes, but I'm not that bothered because I'm 16. <laughs> and so now... Yeah. I wish well, I no, could that go back in time and actually f- fucking watch
1: them. Uh, was that at Leeds then, yeah? That was like, yeah,
0: maybe 2003. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so regarding the drums, right, the whole album has a very simple but effective drum drumming to it. This follows the advice that a lot of drummers are given that less is more. So don't overdo it, but then it follows it. You know, much, much more than anyone else. Yeah, okay, the drums I mean, are really, really basic, but they work, and I think they work for that type
1: of sound. Just I, basic. No, I think because there's two of them though. That's I think it's a bit like I think you should, she could probably get away with it if there was a bass player or some other. I think it's just... I mean, I'll have to say it's better on this album, but i re-listened to Elephant, and it's really noticeable on that. There's been no fills, it's just like... Like... like,
0: Okay, for example, Seven Nation Army, that's really, really simple drums, but I think it's effective. I can't imagine that... I suppose that is a...
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, that can't be any other way, that song, can it? Because it's so iconic, so... Yeah. (laughs) That's true. So, yeah, that's all i got to say about that. So, 3.5. That's all I've got to say about that. That's uh, how, come you didn't, how come you didn't used to like them then, at the first? It's remember. not that I
0: didn't used to like them, because I've always liked Dirty Leaves on the Ground. Oh, okay. Or Leaves on the Dirty Ground or whatever. It's that I just wasn't overly into them. Because oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I like yeah, this yeah, and I like yeah, this, yeah, and that yeah, isn't yeah. this. But, you know, now I'm, like, free from music snobbery. So, I'm just like, yeah, yeah I like them them like
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, stuff you're sort of vaguely familiar with now that we're fucking adults and really wise and really smart, we can go back and once you got that you've already got that base knowledge, so you can it's easy to kind of Well, this is the whole basis of this podcast again. A lot a lot of the artists you're picking for me is stuff that I was like, hey, do you know what? I haven't listened to their album. Basically that's this podcast. So yeah. <laughs> um cool. Well, that was uh, it's a great romp. Three out of five. You like that, do you? You like that score?
0: <laughs> yeah, good score. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah? Diddly-dee. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so so I had you listening to uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Hmm. What's Going On is the 11th studio album. Wow, didn't know that by American soul singer, songwriter, and producer, Marvin Gaye. It was released on May 21st, 1971, by Motown Records subsidiary label Tamar... I can't say it. Tamla. Tamla. Yeah, so that's coming up to its 50th anniversary this year. Ooh, Ooh. Ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. 50's a big number. Boom! So, Matt, what did you know of the artist before... You listen to this album?
0: Well, I had heard of Marvin Gaye, of course, and several of his more well-known tracks, such as Heard It Through The Grapevine, of course,
1: Mm Ain't No Mountain,
0: and, of course, his music to get laid to, such as Sexual Healing, and, of course, Let's Get It On. Two sex songs? Yeah, but... Two of the biggest sex songs. It's not like a hip-hop sex song where they're quite explicit. No. Oh, it's a good sex song. It's like a sex song to actually... <laughs> actually, actually.
1: <to> actually <laughs> have sex to.
0: Okay, so I was also aware of his father murdering him way before his time. My expectations were that, as he's a soul singer and all the songs I've heard before I've enjoyed, I'd probably like it. Probably like it, yeah.
1: Probably like this one. Cool. Well, did you have the album? And what else have you got to say about it
0: <laughs> so I did like the album as expected any cool person man. in general any person who's a talented singer songwriter or musician although singers I guess are musicians in a way they usually get my respect whether I like the music or not but in this instance I did enjoy it something about soul singers just sets a relaxing mood when the music is more chilled out on the chilled outside and, like I just said, a real mood setter for me, this one. Although, a hint of sadness came along with listening to this because oh, yeah. story time, not really much of a story, though. I usually play poker with a few of my mates. Um, and I like to, I usually play a bit of BB King, it's my go to, because we all pick a song and it sets the theme a bit, doesn't it? And so, listening to a bit of Marvin Gaye, I was like, do you know what? This is going to be my next pick. I'm gonna bring this and be like, listen to a bit of Marvin Gaye. Oh really? Oh shit!
1: What?
0: But then I remembered oh, that sorry. the country's gone to shit with the plague, and I can't do that. I can't play poker with the boys. But this didn't. Oh, right. This didn't affect my enjoyment of his music. Just made me a bit. oh, damn! I had a new. I had a new artist. A lot of the songs do sound quite similar, but I think this kind of fits with the flow of the album. The whole thing certainly has a vibe to it. <clears throat> what, he
1: has what, what, earned what? what? I'm sorry. I was just say because I was just going to ask. You he said it's a mood setter. And what, what mood setter? does it? What on? Oh, you said vibes. What mood and vibes does it set?
0: Relaxation. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, no rush. If that can be a fucking mood, just when you chill <laughs> out to, you have it on yeah. in the background, and. You know, if you, you could have it on your own, you could have it with some friends around. It just sets the tone nice. You know, Ooh. having friends around, God, what is that like?
1: It's true, actually. I mean, say, so, all right, well, I mean, I'm sort of, I am in between two houses. I'm, well, I don't know, it's technically not allowed, but fuck it. I, I have a girlfriend who lives on her own, and I go to her house. And yeah, we put this on as kind of, it works as background music. And as intense... Oh, my God, what is this about music? It, uh, yeah. Um, cool. So,
0: uh, he's earned the name The Prince of Soul. Most tracks have a chilled-out, flowy vibe. Feel, sorry. Which makes them easy to listen to. Obviously, Marvin can sing like Jesus, I imagine, can sing well. Uh, it might, it might be summer, shit, Jesus. You may or may not pick up on And I only picked up on it after I read up on it. But the album's from the perspective of a veteran from Vietnam. And if you listen through it all, you can
1: pick up on this. I did not know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm? Oh, smarty pants reading about the album. Um, Cool. Okay. Uh, Do you have a favourite song? I do.
0: So my favourite one is Right On. Because the flute, or at least I think it's the flute and percussion instruments uh, used on the song give it like a heist theme. I don't know if you like, I don't, I can't do it justice with my voice, but it gives like a heist theme, do you know what I mean? It
1: gives it heist. Yeah, 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 no, I do what I mean. Yeah, 70s heist. Yeah, and uh, yeah, in yeah, yeah, inner yeah, city yeah. blues. With the, with the bongos, the congas. Inner city blues, uh,
0: yeah, it's yeah. the last track. It mimics the intro. Uh, which yes. the feature alike, and it's also quite a soulful, soulful, soulful song in itself. To be fair,
1: yeah, I think that might be a first. The mimicking, well, no, because the Sergeant Pepper did it. It's certainly clever. Yeah, they called it the Black Sergeant Pepper. I think, like someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone did. Like it was the first like soul concept album. Anyway, I'll get into that. Cool. Did you have a favorite lyric? I did. Can't remember what song it's from
0: though. Can't find no work. Can't find no job, my friend. Money is tighter than ever. It's money is tighter than it's ever been. You know, it's about our people who come home from war, aren't supported properly by the country they fought for.
1: Mm, Oh yeah. Yeah, it's fucking fucked, isn't it? That still goes on. Fifty years ago, old. Fifty years later, totally still happening. Yeah. Except it's an issue that's been co-opted by the far right now. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, isn't it? Um, Good. What do do you give it out of five, then?
0: I give it a 3.5 out of five, and I look forward to listening to more of his albums, not just a handful of popular songs in this album now.
1: 3.5? Poor man. Anyway... (laughs) I'm just joking. Uh, yes. Okay. Let's...
0: Review number two. I I get through mine much quicker. But, no, uh, that's you have to ask me. The thing oh, uh, so... What? Uh, you talk about it for a bit. Go on.
1: Yeah, so, I, I mean, I picked this album for you because um, I thought you'd like it, and you did. Um, and I thought... I actually thought... It's because you were still had COVID and you're having a bad time, and I thought, well, this will be nice for him. A good COVID piece. <laughs> it well, you well say nice, it sounds nice, doesn't it? It's like, uh, it's relaxing, isn't it? Oh, this is for me. This is like the the one album that I knew before the podcast. Uh, that probably my my number one have a bath to music pick. Hmm. Uh, yeah this is an album to have a bath to um, and it's all relaxing and chilled out and like I said before it's good background music uh, but it's like yeah it's got this message that I didn't even know that it was about that I thought it was more to do with I just thought it was a bit more general actually to be honest with you I thought it was um... I knew it was sort of a kind of fucking hell everything's shit because it was <laughs> here we are 50s years later, but it was because it was not long after like, um, Martin Luther King got shot and stuff.
0: Was it Ricard? You know, oh no, 71?
1: No, wait, well, 71 so it was, that was like late 60s I think, that Martin Luther King died. Um, but it was just, yeah, kind of, you know, and just everyone, just the whole situation being an African American and ghettoization and things like that, I thought it was just generally about that, mm-hmm. but if Apparently, it's about Vietnam specifically. I'll have to go listen to it again. But um, for my personal history of it, it was just, you know, obviously, I'm a big funk and soul fan. Probably something I didn't get into until... Actually, no, I was probably quite young, actually, when I heard this. So, like, my brother and sister had a lot of funk... Both had a lot of funk and soul. But they were all... There there's a few James Brown's albums, but mostly they were, like, compilations. And this was definitely the, the only album i like full album i came across and it's and it's very much is a concept album um like it's it's probably the one sole concept album that i actually not that i'm familiar with um that i'm really familiar with so yeah. uh, uh and i have been since i was young and i was i no i was actually quite young because i think i'd uh, i was only just after just old enough to just be out of that stage of going. <laughs> his surname's gay. Uh, so, but I like. I was maybe like six months removed from that when you start being like, you know what, some books are good, uh, shit like that. You know, some. You know, sometimes I like. I like grown-up comics now, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've I've liked it for a long time, and it's it's yeah, good vibes really. I Perfect. I I didn't know I didn't know you said you knew that his um father his, killed his, him yeah father killed him
0: which yeah, I yeah. didn't
1: know until like 4 years ago um, well I mean you've known that I, for a I, while I, I don't
0: know how yeah. long I've known that but I've known it
1: all right it. father all right. shot See, him a, down I found that out through um so this is a one song that I would recommend that's a rap song is and it's kind of about the blue really it's by Ray Kwan of the Wu-Tang Clan and it's just called Marvin it's just a song and it's about it's just he just raps uh Marvin Gaye's life story which I actually have no idea about any of it I knew that he died I knew that he died young but I didn't really know anything about it <laughs> so I'd recommend people check out the song Marvin by Ray Kwan. Hmm. And if you if you're as ignorant as I was about his actual biography, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, about you know, literally where he's from. And his dad was a, a cross crossdresser as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that, but yeah, and that was. I don't, I, I don't, why did he? Why did his dad kill him? That's what. So I like.
0: his mom and dad were having a ding dong. <laughs> so he broke it up, and then his dad shot him in the through the heart and through the shoulder. oh my God.
1: That's just. Brilliant.
0: I know, and he only got done for manslaughter because.
1: Why did he? Oh, it was an accident. He...
0: Well, also I think Pose he lost accident. his mind. I think he'd had like a psychotic break, or something. His dad had. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's just such. Oh, it's such a rare thing. He was only like. Pe-
0: he was just about to turn forty three or something. He was young.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's literally one of the great. He's kind of one of the greatest singers ever, isn't he? Really. Up, he's, he's well up there. It's just, it's just mental that such a rare thing would happen, to someone so sort of important. For you know, it's just famous and important that you, and old as well. I don't know. It's just that's just mental. That's just mental. <laughs> yes, Match your Men music reviews presenting you with mental shit. Uh, cool. So that's, <laughs> that is review number, number two. Number two. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to do number three? <laughs> yes, please. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on, man. Fuck yeah. Okay, so. Oh, shit. Have you got Wikipedia? I've got it. To... Oh. Go on, then.
0: So, we reviewed, and this was a pick by scheme <laughs> <and coughs> Album number three is Community Music by Asian Dub Foundation. Community Music is the 2000 studio album by Asian Dub Foundation. It peaked at number 20 on the UK charts. It features, excuse me, vocal contributions from Benjamin Zephyr and a load of other really tough names to produce. produce Zephyr <laughs> uh, And this was picked by our friend
1: Skeen. So Skeeter! Skeeter, man. Uh, yeah, man. So Matty, what did you know of the album of well, the artist before the other week? So
0: I've heard of him, but I haven't heard or knowingly heard because I'm sure it's been on the background. But Ooh. any of the music, uh, I didn't yeah. have any expectations other than. Skeen, generally, if he likes something, he'll have a good reason to like it. Oh, yeah. At least that's oh. how he was when we saw him. So I thought it might be pretty decent if Skeen's picked it. So, Josephine, did you know the artist and what were your expectations? Uh,
1: yeah, okay, so I, I did used to have a CD of theirs oh. that until I started listening to this and looking into it, I thought was a fully-fledged studio album. You know, the thing you did with Led Zeppelin. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, but now like I realise it? it was some Let's kind start. of crazy compilation album. Um, I've been there, eh? Uh, um, so yes I was a fan of their unique brand of fusion music I always specifically ad- admired their band name you talk about expectations yeah. um, the band name I, very, I, describes yeah. so accurately what, what they are <laughs> um, in fact I I think I'd heard it's a bit like I think, a wrestling stable I didn't think of it like that because of the heart foundation uh, <laughs> oh right yeah I, thought, I was thinking the dub, like, oh no, forget it. Right, yeah, yeah pfft, I suppose so. Um, yeah, so I th- I think I'd actually heard the name when I was a, a little nipper or something. Um, I heard the name long before I'd heard, I'd, I'd had a CD by them and knowingly heard the music. Um, but then when I did, it was like everything oh, it's Asian, it's dub, it's their founding stuff because this is a unique sound. Um, So, yeah, my expectations that it would continue to fulfil their band name. Um, Also, also, they're in the charts at the minute. I don't know if you knew. Um, They've got... uh, This has happened since this pick came through. um, They did a song with Stuart Lee, you know, the comedian.
0: Oh, I saw something about that, and I saw a picture of them with Stuart Lee.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was because it's like... They just basically they just sampled this comedy routine about um, coming over here. to Some basically it's like an anti-Brexit protest.
0: And is he proper thing. into it?
1: Thing, yeah, and the, the, it was an attempt to get it to number one. Right now we're recording this on like not too far. Well, I don't know what fucking seventh of January. So it was there was an attempt to get it to number one. In fact, yeah. no, it isn't number one. It isn't number one. This because now they've got the sales charts and then the everything charts, which includes streaming. And they've actually topped the sales charts. And then they're like a bit further down on the other one. So, uh, yeah. Well done, guys. Well done, Asian Dub Foundation and Stuart Lee. So this is nice and topical. Um So, did you like the album? What did you think of it? And did you like the album? <laughs> yeah, I like it.
0: So... <laughs> but- what I liked most probably is the fast drum and bass beats I've some, that's again, something I've grown to appreciate as I've gotten older. I just go, mm. oh, it's good in it. Um, yeah. the sound of the time, which is quite a nice throwback. The music definitely gets me hyped. This is one. So Marvin Gaye was one to, to chill out and relax to. This is a good one to do. If you like out and about moving about uh like on a mission because you just get all yeah yeah um, powerful yeah. walking through the streets You've had it like in the car ten, man. no i had it when i was shopping oh. and i did the shopping really quick um wow. and it's also something that i could definitely dance to which i uh, i like like it when i can
1: dance to it cool. so joe did you like it uh yes oh yeah i put oh yeah That's why. Yeah. Uh, The opening track, "Real Great Britain," I knew really well because it was on that bloody thing I used to compilation I used to have, whatever it was. Um, Yeah, I know really, I know that song really, really well, but I completely forgot about it. Which so that was an automatic fucking win, a nice lost gem from my personal playlist of the past. Um, I fucking love that when there's like you just discover a a song that you've forgotten that you loved. Uh, So that was great. And the rest, also good. Uh, Everything I expected, really. Like I said, love the sitars, love the tabla, love all the South Asian musical influences. Yeah. Frankly, I wish they weren't so one-of-a-kind in that sense. I wish there was more Asian Mm. influences in UK dance music. Yeah. Um, Not that that's the only thing that they've got going for them. Uh, There's rock, punk influences, jungle, hip-hop. All sorts, drum and bass, like you say. Um, you name it. And it all rips, works really, really well. Yes. Sometimes there's a danger of um, over-egging the pudding when the when there's Too lots going genres, on. Too many genres, not enough cooks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the case here. No, no, no. Um, also, they have an incredible energy. Righteous lyrics. I like Dida's vocals, vocal style, his rapping style. I mean, um, but it is very of its time. And yeah, that's but... probably my only slight negative point overall. Um, they kind of. That sort of. It's a, I suppose it's a more associated with Garage these days, that vocal infliction. Um, but I feel a bit bad about saying that because, A, because they were such pioneers, and two, because the, lyrics, the <laughs> lyrics themselves are fucking brilliant. Like, proper, proper, like good protest music um, which there isn't anywhere near enough of in the world when it comes to like rap rap to lyrics yeah um, yeah and then and the brilliant all all the way through the album all the lyrics are good and and I'd, i don't want to detract from that and how good they are however listening as a fellow Ooh. political rap writer now yes. with my critical critical ear in oh, 2021
0: God. did you hear that sentence anyway sorry well, go on Political
1: rap writer, well, I am. Yeah. Check out you have reviewed it on this, on this uh, uh this this podcast. Uh yeah. So political <laughs> rap writer. What else am I going to say? Political MC. Professional. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> Prefe- <laughs> what? Does that sound bad? Political rap writer. Political rap writer. Rap writer. <laughs> only, rhyme. Political rhymer. Political I'm only rhyme. giving you uh the business. What's a I I need a, a non-nobbed way of saying it. So for future. <laughs> anyway, um, girl, sound like a knob here. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a knob here, but uh, listening as a political rap writer, <laughs> well, it sounds worse than I do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, with my critical ear in 2020 twenty 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 one, yeah. his affected vocal style does make it hard to understand those brilliant, brilliant lyrics. So that's only a slight negative. Oh really? And it's I guess it is me being a cunt, like you say. Um. But otherwise it's great. Um and I suppose, considering it's dance music, they just I don't think they're popular because people are like, Oh, let's listen to the lyrics. I don't know it's like I, I get what you people mean. like the energy, people like the energy, don't they? I
0: can't imagine like, what are the pop- I can't imagine being in a club dancing to this and being like, Yes, I agree with that political statement. Like He's got no. his, he'll
1: have his fist in the air, I bet.
0: Yeah, and but you'd people be like yeah! just doing that <laughs> whatever, it, mate, whatever.
1: into <laughs> it, yeah. You don't um, sit there and go, hmm,
0: yes, I see what he was saying there.
1: Yeah, it's not Mr... It's not Strucky Beer time. But the, I, I can't emphasize enough the the actual lyrics themselves are fucking brilliant. So, yeah. Uh, do you have a favourite song? Songs.
0: Crash. Songs. So Crash uh, was one. <laughs> I enjoyed the inclusion of the guitar... Uh, general sl- it's generally slower at first, it's got a, a reggae sound to it as well, and then it's mixed with faster parts with, with drum rolls instead of just normal drumming, which I give it quite a nice rock feel. I enjoyed better that. Better
1: than Meg White. Better than Meg White. Oh, definitely, but for him,
0: <laughs> my niece is better than Meg White, she's three. Uh, whoa, whoa, didn't mean that, didn't mean that. Um, collective yeah. mode um i'm not sure what the instrument is right so excuse my ignorance but it sounds like a tradition traditionally asian sound instrument which loops and fits the whole song and vibe really well but i don't know what instrument it is but it's like a an well, we asiany talk, sound do you know well, what we're I mean? talking s- string here i can't i i tried ear picking it and i just couldn't but there's is a, a drum? some it kind it a drum of instrument or, a... or sample in there that sounds traditionally Asian. That fits really well. So, is um, it a drum
1: or a, is it a drum or a string? Or you don't it's more know like
0: that? a. Yeah, maybe it's a drum. Oh, then. I don't. I'm listening don't to anyway. it. Uh, so, yeah, do remember. you have favourite songs?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, my favourite song is "Real Great Britain," but that's cheating because that's different. you already had
0: it. No, it's not cheating. If you like that song, mate, you like well,
1: that song. Well, I, I picked. I've already explained why I like that one. So I picked another one too. And uh, the my other favourite was actually, well, to pick like a second favourite, a bit difficult because it's a bit. It is very consistent in its sound and plays more like a DJ mix, than a traditional album. So there's not like, yeah, it's just it's same kind of same vibe all the way through. Um, the same hype. Uh, however, I'm gonna go with rhythm. I like because of the Ven- the Benjamin Zephaniah feature, who is a poet that I'm a fan of. Uh, and that was a nice surprise. Although it's kind of unsurprising, because he's, he's an obvious fit, because he's a dub poet. He's dub foundation. makes It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Do you have a favourite lyric, you bitch? I don't know why I said that. I do,
0: you <laughs> bastard. Um, so, the lyric is Do you spend too much time living inside your head Worry too much about what the other man said. Um, You know, talk straight to past me, not current me. I don't care too much Uh, what other man said. Um, Still in my head a bit,
1: but what can you do?
0: Uh, What was your favourite lyric?
1: What? I didn't quite see what you said then. Uh, But yeah, I mean, yeah, it was good. My favourite lyric, obviously, (laughs) is the real Great Britain... A union Jack and a union Jill, back up and down the same old hill. Um, he's yeah, good, he's is good, isn't he? Yeah. Union Jack and Union Jill, uh, and then the chorus. So will the real, the real Great Britain step forward? This is the national identity parade. Gaze a nation forever going looking backwards. Time to reject the sixties charade. Fuck yeah! Come on, lads! Come on! Um, But yeah, like I said, (coughs) the lyrics throughout are fantastic. So because of that, here's a bit more for you that I liked. In particular, uh, this is from Officer XX. Uh, So the song's about the murder of Stephen Lawrence
0: and the failing
1: of the police to convict his murderers because they were white and the police are institutionally racist. They, uh, uh, yeah. Officer XX, it's time to liaise let me introduce you to the brand new craze, as in cray Twins no oh. mention of the gangster Informer is the phrase no communication in the in and out trays fucking brilliant uh, M- M- MI5 then building up to Combat 18, Nazi turnouts and the BMP in between running drugs for money for the loyalists uh, Macpherson, how come you missed the whole of this so s- s- referring spif- uh, sp- yeah specifically to the the judge heading up the inquiry <laughs> um but yeah fucking fucking brilliant i'm i'm actually well, actually very inspired to be as a, as a political rat writer myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can really really fucking like take, take some inspiration kind of reapply it to 2021 and <laughs> and and then actualize man uh, yeah so well fantastic <laughs> what do you give it out of five
0: i give it four out of five a great sound me too. and me fun too. to listen to when on a mission drums alone just made me like this album yeah so, yep,
1: you give it a five, 5 2. Don't <laughs> so we have snaps? We've, we, Snap. I like it when we do that. <laughs> <laughs> it People feels do. like we're connected. People oh. do. Yeah. Like things. Um, yeah, and, and it's like, I, I think, that I'm pretty sure they were due to playing in Leeds just before Covid. So.
0: Oh, because I would love to see them live. And happened to that.
1: He played in Ilkley once. That was another thing I thought I didn't write down. <laughs> I was really hungover and this guy uh, Longy shout out to Longy. <laughs> Longy um, <I> was <sighs> He turned up and said, Oh I was I was so you know when you like just so uh, fucking I and he said, I've got two tickets to see Asian Dub Foundation in Ilkley and I was like, man, I would so go. But I'm a, and I've been up all night, it was, was that like sort Ilkley. of thing. I was actually still drunk and about to die. Do you know what I mean? From. Yeah. Fair play. Oh, Ilkley, though. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just been sick. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's our three reviews for this episode. So, Joe, have you heard AM by Arctic Monkeys? No I haven't, I can say that with complete confidence Brilliant <laughs> uh, So Matt Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm really through then Hey Matt, how are you doing? Um, have you heard Enter the Wu-Tang No, oh, what's it called? Return oh, What the fuck is it called? Have you heard Old Dirty Bastards Return to thir- the Thirty Six Chambers The Dirty Version no. No, I haven't. Ah, well, that's what you're going to fucking thingy this week. And then, what's? have you got the, the joint request there? No? Uh, no, but I can. Just let me open my Gmail. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our joint pick is Pony by Orville Peck. Um, and he's written some
1: stuff. Should we say it? Uh, no, we say that next time. <sighs> but it's well, yeah. I remember. I remember what it is now. And I have heard a song by this guy, and I'm quite excited. Ooh, so, but is, have... is it? Is Arvil Peck the artist? Yes. So, uh, yeah, Pony by Arville Peck is that next one? That's exciting. Um, and if you've got any requests, you got you gotta email us. And what's that email? It's macho men music reviews
0: at gmail.com That email again is macho men music reviews at gmail.com
1: And uh, if you want to sponsor us momentarily, with some rewards that we can't even remember now, it's been that long since we looked at the Patreon there's three tiers and there's two that reap you some sort of benefits and, you know something that you'll actually get for your money but I can't remember what they are so, so go check them out and then tell us what they are um, that's over at Matjo men no it's not it's over at patreoncom matjo men um and it's goodbye from me and no it and is goodbye, goodbye from him.
0: from myself as well
1: <laughs> goodbye <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>.
0: bye <laughs>